following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome back to another episode of Average Joe Show, episode 108. Glad you guys can join us again tonight on this Friday night up here in cold and wet New England. Third week in a row. Seems like we've been having nothing but rain on the weekends. It's it's just crap. But you know what? It's better than the S word. S and O W snow, my friends. Can't complain too much because before you know it, winter's gonna be here and we're gonna freeze our balls off as always. Quite sure here with you. Me again alone tonight. Please bear with me. I'm getting used to trying to do this solo. Kind of difficult. I explained this before. It's just kind of hard to have a conversation with you when you're not here. So used to having a co-host to bounce off of. You're interested in helping us out here. Want to do a show every now and then. Sayproductions.com slash guest for full details. Go check it out right now. Go bookmark it. Very easy. It's a little little details of what we like to see, what you need to do. Nothing really extensive. No blood tests, no urine tests. Firstborn will be mandatory, though. That's all I got for you guys today. So please enjoy the show. Bear with me. Let's get into the news. Pornhub. Been there, done that. Yeah, I know. Oh, come on, please. You've cleared your internet history more than once on on Pornhub. Who hasn't? Seriously. So, of course, Pornhub, for three days, is going to offer a free leaf-removing service. No, I'm not stuttering. The adult porn site, um, that's the way I'm going to say it. It's a porn site. This teaming up with a Poughkeepsie-based Duchess Lawns for a three-day promotion in which Duchess residents up in New York and businesses can receive free leaf removal. That's right. Free leaf removal. They want to start this promotion upstate New York, giving it the reputation for fall foliage and chose Duchess at random, according to the company. It seems that to a similar process in expanding the leaf blowing service, once other blowings they like to do to other areas, but nothing has been planned. When uh, Pornhub reached out to the company several months ago, first he was hesitant given the nature of the company. Then he realized it was providing a free service for people up there. Thought it was a good idea, and anytime we can give back, we try to. So yes, Pornhub has had community promotions in the past, too. It offered an annual $25,000 college scholarship for the last several years, and during a 2017 snowstorm, would plow roads in Boston and New York City. So, weird. Interesting way for Pornhub to give back, I guess, maybe tax write-offs? I, I don't, I mean, the, the, how do you do this without, you know, people have the board porn is in, in the name of the company. It's not something subtle that you can get away with. I guess they just want to show you that, hey, you know, it's not all about sex. It kind of scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Would you like to get your leaves blown by Pornhub? It's like, ah, kinky. I'm into leaf blowing. Yeah, baby. It's kind of interesting. The reason I put that in here is because it's Pornhub and leaf blowing, which are two things that I did not think I would see together. 
All right, let's move on to the next story here with Mr. John Stamos, of course, Uncle Jesse from the Full House era, and he was on a new show Busy Phillips has on E! called Busy Tonight. And he had a little story he was talking about when he was trying to get, him and his wife were trying to get pregnant with their now six-month-old son, Billy. He says, uh, it's an absolute true story. I've been waiting to tell it, trying to get pregnant. We had to go to a fertility place, and I had to give a sperm sample. I went into a little room and they said, if you need anything, any simulation or whatever, there's videos and there's a TV here. So I turn on the TV and it's Fuller House, my hand to God. I go, if I'm going to masturbate to myself, it's going to be my old self, not the new one. And of course, Phillips burst out laughing. John Stamos will jerk off to himself. Kind of a scary thing. But John Stamos is kind of funny like that. I can't, I can't imagine John Stamos talking about masturbation. But he did, obviously. I mean, he's 55 years old. It's at that point, you know, it's going to be tossing the old tadpoles in the uh, in a cup there. And uh, writing that down. You know, so, but but the, the thing that I almost want to call bull, bullshit on the story a little bit is Fuller House. I'm assuming he's in the United States here. I don't, I don't it didn't say where he was, but. Let's go with the Aziz and Fire in the United States. Fuller House is a Netflix show. So he turned the TV on and all of a sudden Netflix was running in the background. I don't know. Exactly. He's not really on that show that much from my understanding. First of all, it's a shitty show. So is he jerking off to the girls, which is even more disturbing <laughs> on so many levels? I don't know. Uh, I was just curious what kind of stimulation he was looking for. Stimul I love that. They, they call porn stimulation. Go from leaf blowing to 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 stimulation. I just don't freaking understand it. But apparently, John Stamos wants to masturbate to his younger self. Then again, if I had a choice too, I I I'd jerk off to younger Uncle Jesse. But then again, that's my own thing. One thing I know I wouldn't jerk off to is German Nazis. Gotta love Nazis. We've been having Nazis at all lately, so we're finally getting Nazis back in the old rotation here. Apparently, uh, there's an interesting story that just showed up this week. Artist Martin Damon had intended to research soldiers' lives in the Third Reich and ended up stumbling across a surprising number of amateur photographs of na Nazi conscripts dressed as women. They actually show Nazis dressed in everything from bras and dresses to homemade crop tops and skirts created from blankets. And if you head over to the show notes at saveproductions.com slash show, you can actually see these pictures kind of scary. These, I don't want to call them men because they're Nazis. These these German a-holes, because they're Nazis, dressed as women. Apparently, cross-dressing during times of war was not isolated to German Nazis. Notably, it took place, during more, more, uh, took place more commonly during World War I. It was thought of a way to lighten the mood of the soldier life and to provide entertainment to tired and bored soldiers. A large majority of them heterosexual men starved of female company, which, of course, makes sense. But then again... I'm sorry, you're not going to hopefully get turned on by, by you know, one of your, <laughs> your maids dressed as a woman. I mean, yeah, that's the way war was back in the day. It was all men far away from their women. And they're, they're, they want women in any which way they want. But apparently the Nazis liked to dress as women. But then again, I bet you we could find pictures of World War II American soldiers, British soldiers, Japanese soldiers, Italian soldiers could be dressed as women too, doing it for plays, doing it for fun, just being silly. 
But it is kind of interesting to actually see this part of the Nazis during World War II. And personally, that's not a part of the, the World War II I'd want to see. Hey, speaking of Nazis, this I, I put this in here because this is like one of those, wow, you got to be kidding me. Apparently over in Germany, a 94-year-old former enlisted SS man went on trial for charged for being an accessory to murder of crimes committed during the years he served as a guard at the Nazi Stutthof concentration camp. He was actually accused of working as a guard at the camp east of Danzig, which is today's the Polish city of Gdansk, from June 1942 to beginning of September 1944. There's actually no evidence linking him to specific crimes. But more than 60,000 people were killed there at the time. So his rank, the SS Sturman, is roughly equivalent to U.S. Army rank of specialist. He does not deny serving in the camp during the time, but he told investigators he didn't, was not aware of the killings and not participate in them. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to believe that part of it, but it just blows my mind. I love this story from the HuffPo here. They have his name. They'd say what he is, but his picture is blurred out. He's an old man in, in a, with a cane in a wheelchair. But I can't believe it's 2018, and we're still actually having living Nazis going on trial. It's It blows my mind. 94 years old. Okay, hold on. I, I think it's time for the calculator, boys and girls. Everyone get your handy-dandy calculator, and let's find out how old this gentleman was during World War II. So let's see. It's 2018 minus 94. Makes him born in 1924. So 1942 would put him at 18 years old to 1944 to, to 20 years old. So he was 18 to 20 years old. <clears throat> he might not have known because he was young. But the problem with that, though, is that's not an excuse. You, you're a Nazi and plain and simple Nazis – yeah, we, we we don't take that shit lightly. Hello. But I just thought it was just a gee whiz story I had to put in there. Here's another story. I saw this one coming on the internet, and actually this one showed up at work. A uh, 69-year-old man in the Netherlands wants to prove it's legally possible to be as old as you feel. Emil Radaban has filed a lawsuit against the Dutch government requesting his date of birth to be switched from March 11th, 1949 to March 11th, 1969. This guy's a media personality and motivated guru specialist specializing in self-awareness compares himself, compares his attempt to turn back the clock as identifying as transgender. Now, he said this, we live in a time when you can change your name and change your gender. Why can't I decide my own age? Yeah, well, when I'm 69, I am limited. If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car. I can take up more work. <clears throat> when I'm a Tinder, when I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I'll get an answer. When I'm 49, with a face I have. I will be in a luxurious position. You'll look like a really old 49-year-old. Is that what you're saying? I feel much younger than my age. I am a young god. I can have all the girls I want, but not after I tell them I'm 69. I feel young. I am in great shape. I want this to be legally recognized because I feel abused, aggrieved, and discriminated against because of my age. The judge acknowledged his argument, noting that the law does allow people to change their gender. However, he also noted that allowing people to change their birth date would mean legally deleting part of their lives. <clears throat> well, that's true. Now, here's where it's interesting. Which is true. Why can't, if you can change pretty much anything about you, your name, you could change your gender for crying out loud. That's the big thing now. Why can't you change your age? Well, plain and simple. Benefits. Hey, say you're 49 and you want to be 69. You go to court. I'm 69 years old. I want to collect Social Security. Collecting Social Security for an extra 20 years of your life? 
that's that's part of the thing too. Hey, I'm 18. I want to be 25 so I can I can drink and rent cars. Sure, go right ahead. Now, what? No, that's just asinine. Obviously, this moron's doing this as a stunt, and he it sounds like a cocky son of a bitch. Play, basically, you know, I'm a god. I'm a young god. I feel much younger than my yeah. You feel much younger than age, which is understandable. He can have all the girls he wants until he six, tells him he's 69. Uh, no, if it, if a woman is seriously interested in you and you're 69 years old and she's fine with that, that she's fine with that. Don't lie about your age. Here's another thing too. She's Say you're 49, you're dating somebody that's 49 years old. You're, pause. You say you're 49, you're dating somebody that's 49 years old. Guess what happens? When you die, You say you die 20 years before her. She's 69, you're 69 also, but you're really 89, so she's going to live her life alone for a few years young, longer. If she knew you were 69 up front, she, she knows what she's getting into in the long run. That's the thing. That's a stupid thing just to say, I want to change my, change my age. Really, you can't change your age. I don't know. That's, that's like changing your family tree. You, you, you can't. You can't just like delete your parents. As much as some of us might want to every once in a while. But sadly, you, you, you just can't. This guy, it's a stunt, obviously. This guy is a motivational bullshit speaker crap guy. He's just trying to get the attention out there. I don't care. Whatever. Shut the hell up. All right, I got some more G-Wiz stuff. But before we start, let's get a little background music going. All right, boys and girls. Yes, that's right. It's a Mario. Did you know Mario's dead? Yeah, that's right. Mario is actually dead. I, this is one of those G-Wiz stories I found this week. Mario Segal, I believe I'm pronouncing it right, right, is the man who actually inspired the name for the character Mario. Died last week at the age of 84. He was born in 1934 in Seattle, and according to an obit posted on the website, uh, as told by his family in the, obitu- in the obituary, he was the only child of Italian immigrant farmers. He started his own construction business soon after graduating from high school and later began focusing on real estate and property development, establishing the Seagal Business Park in the 1970s. Then he leased the warehouse space to still young U.S. wing of Nintendo. He reportedly made such an impression on the video game company, they decided to use his name for their hero. While he was the inspiration for the name of Mario's Super Mar- for Nintendo's Super Mario, when they were tenants in the business park in the 70s, he always ducked the notoriety and wanted to be known instead of what he was accomplished for in his life. He's survived by his wife, Donna's four children, and nine grandchildren. This is something I never heard of. Never knew where they got the Mario name. It, I mean, it is an interesting thing because, you know, Nintendo is a, a Japanese company. Yeah, Mario is definitely not a, a Japanese name. And you look at his picture, he, you know, he doesn't look like a Mario. I mean, he's it's an older gentleman here, so you don't get the mustache and all that stuff. He might have had that. But I think it's just kind of interesting that it's it's... And interesting to say that Mario had just actually passed away. Well, I just got one more thing to say about that. Switching on Mario's, I got another story of Mario here. Mario Oscar Milo. This is a former pro boxer, apparently. Uh, back in 1990, he fought for the WBO light heavyweight title. He actually died on Sunday from choking on a croissant and a croissant eating contest in Argentina. Yes. He choked on a croissant in a croissant eating contest in Argentina. I don't, I didn't think you could actually do that. There's actually a video out there. We got it in the show notes. 
showing several men trying to actually get the croissant out of his throat while on stage in Buenos Aires. Sadly, they couldn't. He was 56 years old. Uh, well, eating competitions are actually popular around the world. The Major League Eating Organization, which oversees huge events like the Nathan's one on the 4th of July, which you ever, you ever watch, let's pause for a second. You ever watch that? That's 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 fucking disgusting. I, w- I remember one time I was watching ESPN and they had this eating competition. It was like a round table thing. Round one was uh, like curly fries. Round two was uh, uh, wings. Round three was something else. And, the, and it's it's disgusting. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's disgusting. You ever see anyone inhale food? I think we all have. I just eat lunch with me one day. You'll know what I'm t- talking about. I'm, I'm I can inhale food, but these people were actually. I can't explain it. It's like they dislodge their jaws, shove it in, and they're slamming water just to get it down their throat. It's just oh, oh my god. You you want to not eat again? Watch it. Uh, an eating contest. The hot dog one is bad enough, but I've seen some other ones, like I said. It's just this this horrible. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's get back to the story. But you know, uh the, these competitions have uh organizations that require paramedics to be on hand for stuff like this. There was a firefighter and a doctor in the crowd that raced up to help, but too sad, too bad. The croissant killed him. So fucking French people. Part full disclosure, I'm fifty percent French, so you can say whatever you want, but I, I, I can't believe that you could actually choke a croissant, choke your chicken. But I can't see you choking a croissant. That's just—I don't know. I always think it's very soft, but I guess the the dough it gets doughy or something like that. Can kind of means that we're going to focus on Uh-oh. efficiencies of state government. We're going to focus on. Hold on. Uh, Sorry about that. I hate these fucking videos that start up. Sorry, got the next page up and it's just start up. But yeah, I just can't believe that. Something like that we could do it, but I guess it's kind of doughy enough. I guess if you take bread, you know you. Taking bread and made little bread balls with it. Play with little balls of bread. Yeah. So I guess that's the same idea. I just I don't I don't I don't think of croissants like that. All right, let's move on from croissants to some fast food story here. Uh, McDonald's. Apparently in San Antonio, there's a 19 year old who was sent home after being late on his first day to work. Which, first of all, is just kind of weird. So what did he do? He decided to spend his time off and go to McDonald's five miles away and rob it. Sheriff's Department down there said that a man dressed as an employee entered the local McDonald's and told the manager he'd been sent there from another location to help. Well, the shift manager reportedly said he needed to fill out some paperwork, took the man to the restaurant kitchen, and the man pulled out a handgun and demanded all the money in the safe. The manager gave him the money. He took the $1,500, and he left. Yep, this guy left. So this idiot, apparently, I guess he didn't really want the job that bad, or too bad, whatever it was. So the authorities were called. The managers from nearby locations arrived to review the surveillance video. And one of them recognized the robber is David Gomez Beltran, a new hire who was sent home earlier the day at his restaurant. Manager told police he was waiting for his ride home and uh, asked this, uh, asked a series of questions. I'm sorry. I mean, manager told police that while he was waiting for his ride home, the, the guy asked a series of questions about security cameras and protocol. Should the restaurant be robbed, which is obviously a red flag. So apparently when he got sent home, he was waiting for a ride. And he's like, so how's your security cameras work here? Uh, why don't you just give me your PIN number, your, your card, and your social security number while you're at it, you dumbass. Authorities also determined he has a twin brother, Ray Gomez Beltran, who's a five-year employee at McDonald's also. So apparently this is a family business. And had an outstanding warrant for assaulting, causing bodily injury. The two brothers were actually spotted leaving an apartment complex in a vehicle when the deputies attempted to pull them over. The driver refused to stop, and it hit at least two cars before crashing. 
this idiot was actually allegedly behind the wheel, and his brother, the 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 one that worked for five years, was the passenger. His brother so suffered a broken leg. Well, wow, they found a black black Glock handgun. Say black Glock handgun very fast. It kind of sounds disgusting. Under the passenger seat, uh, of course, the guy was arrested. Several charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, evading arrest, and assaulting assault caused bodily harm. His brother was charged with aggravated robbery. So I guess his brother did the robbery. I don't really understand how the story works, but either way, dumbass, don't go to work at one McDonald's and go to another one to rob it, especially when you have a uniform on, because you know what that means? It means they're going to go, well, if he had a uniform on, maybe he works at McDonald's or he knows somebody that works at McDonald's. So they're obviously, they're not going to be looking at somebody that works at Burger King, are they? Fucking idiots out in the world. I don't know. And and first of all, my question is too, if you're at your first day of your job and you show up late, how late did he show up? I don't know. First of all, I, I, I'm, I'm one of these people. I'm punctual. I don't like to be two seconds late. I'm one of those, rather be 10 minutes early than 10 seconds late because it drives me up the wall. I'm one of them. I, I got to leave the house as early as possible, give myself enough buffer, especially if it's your first day. Now, you know, this is a place where it's a McDonald's. So you are probably most likely applied at that McDonald's to get the job. So you should be on time. You got a ride there. Okay, make sure your ride gets you there. It's reliable. If you're going to be late, you're going to call. So this moron, I don't even understand it. And then what, what, what's going through your head? Well, I'm bored now. I can't work at my McDonald's. I'll go rob another McDonald's. <laughs> Was he going to rob the place in the first place? <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, shut up and eat your double cheeseburger, you fucking idiot. Well, I don't think they have double cheeseburgers in jail, do they? I don't know. I don't want to find out. This last story here, we're hauling ass pretty fast here. Sorry, guys. Last story here is another one. It's it's another food story here about the best Mexican restaurant in the United States. You guys guess what this is going to be? So apparently the Harris Poll released in 2018 had put as the best Mexican restaurant in the United States, Taco Bell. That's right. Taco Bell is considered the best Mexican restaurant in the United States. The poll assessed over 7,700 customers and 3,000 brands in more than 300 categories. And a study revealed the strongest brands in three categories. Familiarity. 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 Yeah. Okay. That word, quality and purchase consideration. I am stone cold sober right now. Many found the results troubling, but others noted the choices in the categories include Baja Fresh, Chipotle, Del Taco, and Cadobo. The Harris Poll is one of the longest-running polls in the country. And then I was talking about this with Brian, who actually submit, gave me the story. Thanks, Brian, over at Sci-Fi Watcher. Yeah, I was thinking about it. This, these polls are kind of uh, already tainted. Because here's the thing. You're doing a national poll on... Picking one one brand one one restaurant. Hey, what's your favorite re- Mexican restaurant? All right, so obviously your 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 mom and pop places are some kick ass places. Mexican restaurants in 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 uh, New Mexico. I've I've been actually to Juarez, Mexico, and actually had Mexican food. I've had some great kick ass Mexican right all over the border in El Paso, and uh, the the place I I lived up in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Ooh. That's a nightmare in itself. That's a whole podcast on its own. Let's just say it's it's a place that people don't like to go willingly, except Brian's parents, actually. Um, so 
So you're going to have like great mom and pop places specifically down in the Southwest that are awesome. Okay. You're going to say, Hey, Joe's <laughs> Joe's, I don't know, senior, whatever's Mexican Emporium Taco Plazaville restaurant is, is great. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're gonna have a few people that, but the problem though, is this is a national poll. So what, what, what chains are going to, or I'm sorry, what, what restaurants are going to show up? Your national chains, your regional chains are going to show up, but not as big as your national chains. And I'm looking at this list here, Taco Bell, National, Baja Fresh. I've been to Baja Fresh. I don't think it's national. It's I've seen it in Jersey. It's it's scattered around the country. It's not as as predominant as Taco Bell is in the country in terms of stores. Chipotle, Chipotle is a national chain, just not as big as Taco Bell. If you think about it, I mean, I'm trying to think how many Chipotles there are around here compared to Taco Bell's. I think it's more like three to four Taco Bells to maybe one Chipotle. I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, Del Taco, I've heard of. I think that's a regional thing. And Cadobo, I've never heard of before. So that's the problem with this poll. It's already tainted. Now, if you said, hey, what's the best Mexican restaurant in San Antonio? You're going to get a kick-ass local place. You're not going to get Taco Bell because why? No one's going to fucking eat a Taco Bell in there. Maybe in somewhere in, in, in Butte, Montana or something like that. It's Butte in Montana. You know, somewhere up in fucking Montana, it's going to be that because you're not going to have good Mexican food. I don't know how many um, Mexican families migrated to, to Montana because, well, first of all, it snows you know in July and it's nothing but farmland. It's basically for people that want to want to own horses that would live up there and not you know people that want to start successful Mexican restaurants. So. I don't know. That's the problem. That's the problem with this poll. This is if they said what's the best fast food restaurant in the country, I could say that's fair. Yeah, we got McDonald's, you got Subway, you got Taco Bell, you got Wendy's. Da 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 da. That would work. If you said what's the the best uh, Mexican fast food or Mexican restaurant chain in the country, little tainted because, like I said, Baja Fresh isn't big. Cadobo, Del Taco, definitely not. You're 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 gonna limit yourself to like Chipotle, Taco Bell. Um, maybe Moe's, I think Moe's across the country, stuff like that. So you're kind of voting yourself into a corner. You're kind of like saying you need to vote for this one because this isn't going to work. And, and I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just, I saw this. I'm like, really? And especially because Brian brought this to me too. And they're in, te and they're in Texas and he goes, I've had some kick-ass Mexican. It's like, t and first of all, Taco Bell is not Mexican. You know, I mean, yes, Taco is Mexican. Uh, burritos, Mexican, nachos is Mexican. I don't even know if it's Mexican. It's it's Hispanic food of some sort. But here's the thing: Taco Bell was invented by a, a white guy from California, and his last name is Bell. Okay, it's not even started by you know <laughs> a Hispanic family or something like that. It's not some family recipe. If that was a family recipe, I I have to end the family line right there. Oh my God! It's just. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, talking it out made more sense, but I was just reading up from like, this is just stupid. It's a, it's a tainted poll. Oh, tainted poll, yeah. Yeah, see so a little singing this week on the show because I'm a little babbling a little bit and just 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 talking to you. So yeah, we made about 30 minutes here on the show. I think I did a little better than before, but I think I might have to do more stories of them by myself. I feel like I got a little quick. If I did, I'm sorry. But I'm glad you guys could join me tonight. It was just it it was nice to spend some time with you again this week. Honestly, I, I look forward to this. It's you know, it's 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 eight, nine o'clock on Friday night when I record this thing for you guys live. 
it, it doesn't come quick enough. It really doesn't. It's 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 because it's it's beginning of my weekend, and I I love doing this show. I love doing this show, and I'm I'm babbling again today as always. I know. Shut up, Corey. Get on. Play the goddamn credits, and let's get off there and just plug the shit and go. I just want to say thanks. Thanks for listening again this week. I'm, I'm I really I'm, I do this do this for you. Just remember, that I do this for you. I'm glad. I'm glad you get to sit here and, and listen to it, and I'm, I'm I'm glad. And we'll be doing this every week, no matter what. If there's just me by myself, if there's one person, if there's ten people doing it with me, we're still going to do this every week. So I'm I'm glad you you keep coming back to this show. And let me know what you think, please, please email me, Average Joe Show at SayProductions.com. That's Average Joe Show at SayProductions.com. And please check out all the shows, all 108 episodes. Well, I think 107 because the first one doesn't exist. All all the episodes, the back catalog is over at sayproductions.com slash Average Joe Show. And of course, head over here Friday nights live at 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 1 a.m. UTC. That's on YouTube. We do the show live. So if you just go over to sayproductions.com slash YouTube, it takes you right to our YouTube page. It There's the little live. There's actually a live feed there. It just tells you hit the remind button to remind you when the show goes live because I usually go live about five minutes before other shows we do. They're right there. Just, just go there. Join us. There's a chat room here. I see the chat right here. We can talk. You can watch me screw up. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's me. It's I'm screwing up. If you want to leave a voicemail instead, you can always leave it at 774-327-2948. 774-327-2948. Four eight or seven seven four three two say it. I was gonna say that the first time seven seven four three two s a y i t. Thanks for coming again this week. Seriously, I I seriously mean it. Thanks. I mean, you're you're the ones that really make me enjoy doing. I enjoy doing this, but knowing that you actually listen makes it even so much better. I want to thank you for joining me, and till next time. Hope you have a good one. Mm-hmm.